0: Welcome to the second episode of Radiating Lady
1: With Lusu and Tammy
0: I'm Tammy I'm Lusu And today uh, we're going to be talking about some serious stuff Right Lusu? That is right, that is right Yeah, we're going to be talking about racism We're going to be talking about sensitive topics like sex Yes Um, Yeah, we're going to be talking about all that Keep in mind, uh, this is basically around the mostly around the topic of racism. Mm, um, as for sex, we're gonna just add in a little bit here and there, but we're gonna have a separate episode where we just talk about sex. All right? Yes. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna let Luso explain how we came about this conversation.
1: Okay. So today is Sunday, and right after church service, um. <clears throat> I happened to be on my friend's Instagram that we both, that Tamanda and I both met at church and, you know, we went to her, I went to her stories and, you know, I saw this blackface situation going on in Malaysia that I shared with Tamanda and, you know, we were so enraged about it and we were like, you know what, Tamanda was like, you know what, let's make a podcast about it and so, here we are now,
0: so, yeah. Exactly, so... Basically, what we saw is that there's this new show in Malaysia. And it basically depicts one of the actresses as a black person. I don't even know if that's a black person. I don't know. But it's literally the the, the lady or the actress is painted in black. Not even brown, but black uh, from head to toe. And she is basically supposed to be portraying an ugly woman
1: wow that's just very disrespectful mm-hmm. especially since in the last episode we talked about how you know when people appreciate or compliment um, a woman or any other person you know they are complimenting the, the maker exactly. so the minute they're doing something like that you know they're disrespecting not just <laughs> a lot of black women not just a lot of black men they're disrespecting god as well because god took his time to create us beautiful creatures beautiful yep. human beings to who we are today so mm-hmm. that is very very disrespectful hmm.
0: exactly and so um in the topic of racism as most people know it's june 2020 and 2020 has been a year a real real year like honestly speaking a lot has happened and so we're kind of going through this whole um, over the past few months mm-hmm. where people are starting to address stuff like racism, yes stuff like sexual harassment yes, stuff like um, you know sexism and mm-hmm. all these different things. And I feel like it's about time that people begin to speak up definitely
1: especially with the technology that we have you know everyone has a voice everyone has a phone you know the minute that you, if you have access to this podcast right now you you know have the opportunity to voice out your opinions onto the social platforms and you know make a difference sign petitions just like we did earlier on this malaysian situation um on the black face. so exactly Yeah, it's a time where everyone can make a difference, you know. A small step, you know, can lead to, like, a whole change in today's society.
0: Exactly. And so, uh, I don't know if you guys know, but both Lusu and I are proudly black women.
1: Woo! Yes! And African black women, you know?
0: African black women, yeah. We are African black women. We are perfectly melanated beautifully, Ooh. fearfully and wonderfully made by God. So, obviously, when we see people, you know, depict ugliness in the form of someone who's painted black, that offends us to the core.
1: It does, it does. Especially since, you know, even within the black community, there also there's also colorism, which is, you know, which, you know, like, it's one thing for another race to you know, discriminate. People. Exactly. And then their ideals and because there's been so much, you know, influence from the West and now which is going like spreading worldwide, you know. Yeah then <clears throat> our um, you know, black people themselves start to question themselves, start to feel insecure and then colorism comes about. And it's just exactly. like Wow, the world is in so much chaos and the devil is definitely doing his best to ensure that this chaos is passed on from generation to generation, from this land to another land. And it's Mm -hmm. just like, yo, we need to do something about this.
0: Yes, we need to do something about it. Mm -hmm. So one thing um, that Lusu and I really, really believe is, you know, the ability to use our voices out there and to voice out our opinions. And to call out, exactly, to call out any um, discrimination or any injustice that happens. Mm -hmm. Not only to our people, but, you know, to others as well. It relates to our last episode. If you guys haven't listened to the last episode, please go ahead and listen to it. We're talking about empowering women. Yes. We talk about taking a stand as a woman. You know, a lot of times, as women, we're expected to just keep quiet. Mm -hmm. And just let things, like whatever happens, happen. But... We believe that it's about time that we need to use our voices to exactly. make a difference in this world. Exactly. And, you know, that just makes me think of us
1: being ladies, and then there's the whole discrimination of, like, ladies, and then being black ladies. Like, mm-hmm. that's like,
0: yeah, you know. There's, yeah, exactly. I was explaining to Lucy the other day as black women, women who are black, uh-huh. you know? It's not just, it's not black women, it's women who are black. We are women first. And then, you know, we're black. It. Yes. Yeah, we just happen to be black. Doesn't make us different from any other women. Exactly. As black women, <clears> or <throat> as women who are black, we have to put 200% more than most of the rest of the world. Because people don't only look down on us because we're women, but they also look down upon us because we are black. Exactly.
1: And then that, just um, to add on that, we are women, we are black. And being in foreign ca- countries, you know, there'll be different Opinions and one of those opinions Is that oh it's an exotic You know like a foreign Girl you know let me have exactly. my way With her and so mm-hmm. it's like One side you're looked at As somebody who's like Oh I do not want to be like her You know mm-hmm. and then the other side You're looked at as a thing, You know like oh as a fetish Exactly I just, exactly, mm-hmm. just want to have a, a good time With her and experience what it's like Being with a black woman And mm-hmm. then you know and and that's very hard on us. You it know? is it's very yeah. difficult, and so we have to make and take our stance. Yeah, so,
0: yeah. exactly. And also, um, just to let you guys know more about Lusso and I, Lusso is currently living in Japan, and I'm currently living in Malaysia. Yeah. So, yeah. So um, we both live in kind of we are we are both minorities in the places that we live, Definitely. and um. We wouldn't say that we have experienced extreme outward racism, but yeah. but we have taken note about racism in other forms. Mm. Exactly. Um, I want to let Luso explain like uh, more about that.
1: Racism in other forms. As for me personally, I would say that you know, uh, in my experience being in you know Malaysia. Uh, I have my afro out, I have, you know, my hair out, you know, and so people will find my hair, you know, interesting, you know, and then on top of that, to top it off, you know, being a black girl in a foreign country, you get stares, and these are not just stares of like, you know, you know, there's some stares of admiration, and then there's some stares that are just like, wow, like, what is that (laughs) exactly and then to top it off with your afro hair you know it's like oh my goodness double
0: it up (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so,
1: exactly so it's definitely you know it's definitely hard and it takes a lot of confidence like one of the struggles I've had in Japan is to like wear my afro out you know not that it's you know racist or anything like that like somebody you know commenting on your hair or having an opinion or something like that but then all I'm trying to say is that it takes it takes a toll on the person on the black woman uh on how they should present themselves outside you know should i fit in should i stand out you know should i yep. not say anything should i say something and you know a, the the stereotype of black women is that we are loud you know and yeah. so like oh if i stay quiet you know staying quiet as in not voicing your opinions and then when you're you voice your opinions you're too opinionated and it's just like yep there is no in between and so there's it no it really yeah. takes a lot of confidence to just be
0: you yeah it takes a lot of confidence to just you know be a woman who is black in the society mm. and be fully us without having to you know hide um just how maybe dark our skin is or exactly. hide just how curly and big our hair is or exactly. hide just how loud and outspoken we are you know mm. um and so this lead us, leads us to the conversation of why people are afraid to comment on such uh you know we 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 as ma- as people that have lived in asian countries we've had mm. fre- friends who are asian malaysian chinese japanese etc yes. and you know when the topic of racism comes it's like well they don't want to comment they don't want exactly. to talk about it
1: and not wanting to talk about something is is definitely you know you are part of the problem
0: yeah, exactly. Not one you talk about. Because, you know, this could be related to the topic of men are trash, right? We're going to have another bi- another episode talking about this topic as well and uh, telling you guys our opinions. Yes. But when you look at the topic of men are trash, we, people, women say that men are trash because in, even the even the men that are not outwardly, you know say abusive taking or haven't outwardly oh yeah or, yeah, or taking advantage etc even if you haven't spoken about it or if you're just you know there you're chilling with your with your male friend who is also you know who know who has raped someone before or who has been rude and you don't call out the issue you just keep quiet and stay low-key then you are a part of the trash that's the same <sighs> way as <Yeah. laughs> that's the same um thing as racism mm. if you know if you see racism happening in your own culture and you don't speak about it if you don't say anything about it then you yourself are part of the racism of the,
1: exactly a part of the problem you're just you know inputting you know it's like somebody brings up you know the racism topic and then you just stay quiet and you know Hoping for a response, the other person is hoping for a response or like your opinion or something like that, and then you're like, oh, I don't want to be part of it. Like my hands are clean. Oh, this this reminds me of you know when Jesus was you know to be crucified. You know, mm-hmm. he was like, <laughs> what was his name again? Who? The the judge at the time, the lawyer. Lawyer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Was it? Okay, you know what? Yes, as I was saying. (laughs) He kind of, like, washed his hands and he was like, this man is innocent. At least he gave his opinion. But then, in in today's society, a lot of people are either, you know, fighting for something and then there are, you know, other people that are just, like, washing their hands and, like, not saying
0: anything. Not saying anything, yeah. Exactly, which is... Not wanting to be part of it. Exactly. Exactly, which is not... Which
1: is not right which is it's not not right yeah it's not fair
0: yeah i know some of you uh, may be thinking like why do i need to talk why do i need to voice my opinion if it doesn't affect me directly why do i have to have a say uh i need you guys to understand that we we all have voices we all have voices and we should all use our voices to support one another that's why it says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Amen. If you truly love your neighbor as you love yourself, because you already know if something is against you, if something includes you, if someone was come to, came to directly, you know, blast you know, be rude to you in front of your face or discriminate you in front of your face you would speak up about it and you would, you know, be offended by it. So yeah. that's the same way why it says in the Bible that you should love your neighbor as you love yourself. If you're okay. able to speak about your own you know discrimination speak about your own injustice then you should be able to speak about others as well even if it doesn't directly involve you
1: exactly i totally agree with that
0: and on, yeah. the, and,
1: and on the part of racism you know there we've been brainwashed uh, you know not just you know African people but like Asian people like everywhere in the world we've been brainwashed to a certain look that girls are supposed to have you know Mm -hmm. that women are supposed to have and being dark is seen as not beautiful and being lighter or fairer is seen as you know beautiful and so you have people having conversations you know you have asian people having conversations of how you know they want to be fairer or like they want to be cold to go to cold places so that they can get fairer you know Mm -hmm. and they want to you know marry someone that's you know of fairer skin so that they can have fairer babies and Mm -hmm. if they were to marry someone you know of darker skin they would have like darker babies and that's really Mm -hmm. very offensive (laughs) Because yeah. you know we are black women, and so our kids are gonna be you know black and black so, yeah. And honestly speaking, I believe with my all, oh, you know, my kid is gonna be some beautiful kid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then the world is gonna tell, is gonna try and brainwash other people to put to put their you know to put their opinions onto me or onto the kid and say, oh no, you're not good enough. Well. You know what? The Bible tells us how we shouldn't mind what people say, you know? Only God's, you know, thoughts are what are best for us and are Mm -hmm. the only thing. We should only uh, work towards to pleasing God and not pleasing people so if you you have the mentality of pleasing people and if somebody comes and tells you that oh you you got a little bit tanned or like you know your skin is darker Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm. then you're gonna you know you're gonna want to please the person or like you know please society and you're gonna go get you know fairer products to just like make yourself look fairer but Mm -hmm. no what should matter should be god's towards you and you pleasing God it should be what can I do God what do you want me to do in my workplace in my society you know this Mm -hmm. and that and you know part of that is you taking action against people that are racist against people that you know that discriminate and so like she said in the Bible it says you should love your neighbor as you love yourself and so the amount that you love yourself reflects the amount that you also love your neighbor exactly so bro or girl (laughs) If, if you're not you know if you do not love your neighbor as fully you know as whole wholeheartedly then there's something about you know you loving yourself as well there's some disconnection there so
0: yeah yeah so i want you guys to know that lusu and i are not only here to call out racists because we are calling out racists. <laughs> you don't have to be angry when you're calling out racist you don't have to be shouting at their faces all you need to do is realize that they are whatsoever that you like to call them lusu
1: Uncultured
0: swines. <laughs> exactly. They're uncultured swines, and that basically means people that are ignorant and don't don't realize things around them. And basically, how do you change an uncultured swine? It's by giving them culture, telling them the truth, putting facts in their faces. If they're still okay. ignorant to the fact that you're putting in their face, then obviously there's something wrong with them inside. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, they need to go, yeah, there's something wrong in the brain. Like they need to go check themselves because mm-hmm. then there's an issue. But mm-hmm. if you if you go to somebody who is being uncultured, who's being racist, who's being, um, rude, sexist, etc. And you, and you give them facts and you tell them, well, actually being black is beautiful. Being, you know, you, all these different things. Blackface is a bad thing. All this exactly. different stuff. And they still act, for example, like this show, this show, you won't believe what this, what these Malaysian producers are saying. <laughs> they're saying that apparently they're trying to glorify dark skin. I don't know how you, you're going to try and glorify dark skin by painting, one, a Malaysian woman, who is actually very, very light-skinned inside, who herself is a little bit racist because she goes to the, po- to the point of exactly, she allowed that to happen, and even on her social media you can see that she is uncultured she doesn't really even understand any of this stuff, she had braids on, she called them dreads, so, you know you can already tell that this, there's an issue there and these producers are gonna say that they're actually trying to glorify dark skin. By portraying a Malaysian woman who's painted black as ugly, how is that glorifying dark skin? It's when a child, normal. when a, yeah, exactly. When a child, a Malaysian child watches that, you know, the child doesn't know much about it because guess what, parents do not want to talk about it because they're once again afraid to comment on such, right? Mm. So their children don't even know. When they watch such a thing and they see this woman being bullied and people being rude to her and her portraying ugliness and black magic, what do you think they're gonna think about darker skin? What do you think it they're gonna think about good, darker
1: skin?
0: It won't be a good exactly. opinion. Exactly. Exactly, it won't be a good opinion. And so this leads us to the conversation of why churches don't talk about sensitive topics.
1: Yeah. That is something that I feel like we you know both have experienced you know where mm. churches do not talk about sensitive topics. Um, and I feel like they should talk about sensitive topics because these are the, sens- the sensitive topics are the topics that we Christians and everybody else struggles to deal with. Yeah. Know? I exactly. understand understand that, you know, they are personal issues etc. But mm-hmm. if the church is, you know, open and willing to talk about these issues, then they won't mm-hmm. be, you know, personal. Like somebody won't just hold it in and, you know, take it to the grave with them. You know what I'm trying to say cuz some people, you know, do, you know, you even find Christians committing suicide because you know, they didn't find a safe environment to kind of like... To talk. Exactly. And so mm-hmm. churches need to open up and be, mm-hmm. you know, they need to be able to talk about these sensitive topics at yeah. 100%, like,
0: honesty, Not just 1% and be like, okay, we did that. Bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Fully,
1: you know? Mm-hmm
0: yeah so you know this reminds me also about a conversation that lisa and i had earlier this week mm-hmm. about how um you know keep in mind we are both christians we are both strong believers in jesus christ as all Hallelujah. As we we're not coming we're not trying to go against the church we're not trying to say that the church is bad we're no. just stating facts here yeah. okay every you know the church is not perfect there's a lot of flaws that are there yes. you know what i mean just because you know we are all flesh we're not perfect one mistake that the church makes, I feel, is portraying themselves as if they're perfect. Is yeah. portraying themselves in a way that is very unrealistic. Mm-hmm. When it comes to, you know, uh, you can go to videos of people, maybe Christian couples or on videos yes. on YouTube or pastors or people's Instagram pages. They don't talk about the parts of them that are not perfect. All they do is completely put um you know the attention on the parts of them you know that are perfect they talk about it so bluntly not to say the details and then they give an unrealistic view of how of achieving you know of achieving of becoming a christian you know so a lot of people a lot of people think that oh you know you know in order to be a christian you have to do good things only you, mm. you 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 can't get anywhere if you make a mistake or you can't or or, or being a christian doesn't include suffering and pain yeah. well it actually does you know it actually does people make mistakes people make slip-ups and one thing i've really really been um happy about is how you know we are getting more and more pastors who are speaking about their flaws in yes. this day and age who are speaking about the mistakes that they made people like um pastor michael todd yes. who's who, you know talks about how he how he struggled with um, pornography and all this different stuff and you can see that this man actually went through it to get where he is today um and you so, you know this reminds me of the story in the bible of that lady remember the way the lady had that was it lepros? no was it leprosy that disease where you just bleed from all the parts of your body. Oh, no, no, no,
1: no, that's not it. Yeah, but I know the lady that you're talking about, yes. What, what is the disease called? I forgot. I do not know, but she was just bleeding for like 12 years, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, she was bleeding for a long period of time. And yeah. the Christians in that day and age, the people, let's say the people in that day and age, did not want to be associated with her. They didn't want to mm. touch her. They didn't want to include her. They didn't want to. They felt like she was too dirty. They felt unclean. like she was too disgusting. She was too yes. unclean. You know, we can put this, this, this lady, and we can put so many people underneath the category of people that we that people consider are unclean. You know, Yes. people that have made mistakes, people that you know are no longer virgins, people that maybe are addicted to whatever they're addicted to, masturbation. people that yeah, masturbation, addic- addiction of pornography, addiction of you know uh alcohol etc all these different you know people that have been through a lot and the thing is that christians unknowingly i don't know if it's unknowingly subconsciously they push these people away because it's not just like you're pushing them away physically but by you portraying a perfect demeanor and like oh no we receive perfection we then you are pushing away what is imperfect and what needs to be healed this woman went and she you know she really called out to god everyone else was like oh my goodness and you know even the 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 disciples were like oh don't don't come close to you know to jesus but she just said no let her come you know Mm. and and she was healed on that day so that's one thing we need to realize that as a church we shouldn't stand as a body protecting jesus christ from mm-hmm. the you know as if we're standing in front Ooh, like a barrier yeah exactly we're standing in front of of jesus christ like a barrier like oh no only the people that pass through us can can reach him you yes. know yes. only the people that we approve of can reach him speak it. It's because that's not like oh my that's not the case right and yes yeah exactly so uh, I think it's it's something that we really need to talk about it's something that we need to open up a conversation in the church about Definitely. talking about being able to talk about these things in a church when yeah. you make a mistake want being able to go and um, talk to you to a disciple or talk to a leader in the church and tell them well I made actually addressing it yes. not not rather you know not condemning you or ignoring not, it um, or not ignoring it but correcting you in the right exactly. way in which it starts a conversation up about how okay well you know we all make mistakes we make slip-ups mm. we, we 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 do this and we do that but we need to be kind to ourselves and actually addressing these topics in the church outwardly I feel like it would open the doors for so many more people. Amen.
1: I agree with that. And Mm -hmm. it just reminds me of how, like, you know, for for instance, take a smoking addiction and a masturbation addiction, right? Um, Technically Mm -hmm. speaking, health-wise, the smoking is even worse. (laughs) You know what (laughs) I'm trying to say? But um, what's Mm -hmm. this but because of how the church has been put i believe a person that has a smoking addiction would freely or would you know easily speak about it than a person that you know is having a masturbation addiction you get what i'm trying to say Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. because the church is not that you know not that open You know, people Mm -hmm. will keep things to themselves and they will feel like, you know, once they go down, they have no one to talk to about it. You get me? And they stay down. Mm -hmm. Sometimes some people need other people to encourage them to get them out of that, you know, pit, you know? Mm -hmm. But because the Mm -hmm. church is not as open, someone will feel really bad and just stay in that pit for like, what, however long. And then they'll just get comfortable Mm -hmm. in there and be like, you know what? This is me this is what i'm gonna do and you know mm-hmm. and they won't um get out of that pit for like a really really long time which is sad because mm-hmm. they would have if you know they found someone they could open exactly Talk to, from yeah. the church someone that you know has also experienced it etc so mm-hmm. it's definitely something that we you know everyone needs to work on christians need to work on including me <laughs>
0: yeah exactly so um, to kind of conclude this podcast today uh, I hope that Luzu and I are able to encourage a few people mm-hmm. out there that look within yourself and realize your imperfection realize whether you, you know you're racist whether you discriminate dark skin whether you feel uncomfortable at the thought of Having maybe that. your child being exactly. dark skinned yeah, or you yourself getting mm. darker, all those different things. Look within yourself and realize maybe you maybe you might have fear of being black. That's something that I that I that I thought yes. about today. She, fear of being black, kind of like fear of missing yeah, out. Yeah, she calls it phob. but then <laughs> yeah phob. F O B B fear of being black, and that is that in itself is racism because you're discriminating against mm. something and you're afraid to become it. Um, which is actually very, very sad. I'm not saying that people should be going out there and saying, "Oh, I want to become black, oh yeah. this all that. Mm. But yeah, but being able to love yourself and love others and not be afraid of others. Um, and being able to see yourself within others is an important part of loving people mm. as you love yourself. And another thing I would like for all of, um, for everyone to do, especially people that are part of the church, Uh, especially leaders and and disciples is to realize when was the last time you had a sensitive conversation with your with whoever you know with someone something you know a conversation about maybe Mm. sex a conversation about racism a conversation about um, sexism a conversation about different things that they're struggling with like temptation and addiction when was last time you had an honest and open conversation about that? And just kind of took, spoke exactly. about and took it
1: the time to really, without shame. Yeah, and took the time to really listen and give the right mm. feedback in a loving way as you were to, yeah. you, to your own flesh and blood, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. Let's not be afraid to comment about these things. Let's use our voices and Yes. Things let's be loud let's be very very loud so that we can become the majority yeah our voices can come together and we can become the majority and all of these things should not be Mm. happening it's twenty twenty people shows like that should not even be able to get onto the onto onto tv they shouldn't it's been there since i don't even know they've been producing it for i don't even Mm. know how long and it's literally just been there people have been quiet about it people are showing love to it like they don't see anything wrong we need to make we need to be loud so that our loudness the volume of our voices should crack the scales of people's eyes and make people realize that you know this is messed (sighs) up like they should feel uncomfortable when they see racism they should feel uncomfortable when they see sexism they should feel uncomfortable when they see any type of injustice happen even if it's not directly towards them or even if it's by their own mm. people
1: that, yes. that is definitely good and I hope you know people listening to this are learning and you know implementing this to their lives you know and making yeah. a change exactly.
0: so be the difference be the difference that you want to make alright thank you guys for joining Lucy and I today um, We hope to see you in the third episode of Radiating Lady. Glow from the inside. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye.